Welcome to the Spiritual Warfare Network Podcast, the training ground for warriors in Christ who are ready to walk in their God-given power and authority. Apostle DeCoy Green is about to equip you with kingdom strategies and teach you how to strategically pray and effectively engage the enemy in spiritual warfare. Now let's get into today's teaching. Good evening, good evening, everyone. It's Apostle Corey Green, the founder of Ocean Upper Room Kingdom. I greet you all in the precious name of Jesus. Welcome to those who are watching live on YouTube, on Facebook, on Periscope, those who watch the replay broadcast or listening to podcasts. And I greet you all in the precious name of Jesus and welcome you to our weekly Bible study. So I'm going to open up in prayer and we're going to jump right on into the word of God. Father God, we come now, we give you glory, honor, and praise. We thank for this day that you have made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. We thank you, God, for everyone who's listening under the sound of my voice. I thank you, God, for touching our ears that we may hear this word, our heart, that we may receive this word. Open our eyes that we may see what you're showing us as we continue to move forward to advance your kingdom. We come against any seeds that you try to sow, to try to snatch this word. We cancel it now. We blood block it now in the mighty name of Jesus. Speak to me, O oh God. Speak through me. You be glorified. We thank you now. We praise your name. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Good evening. Good evening, uh, everyone. Uh, so um, last week we concluded our series on In Pursuit of God's Glory. <clears throat> and this week we're starting uh, on a new series uh, entitled uh, Defeating the Demonic Strongman. So we're in a series entitled Defeating the Demonic Strongman. So we're probably going to be on this for, for the next several weeks couple of months, I'm sure. Uh, so I'm going to take my time with it. <clears throat> uh, we'll break it down. Uh, I'll start building a foundation. And we'll keep building and building for, on that foundation uh, and then take off. Um, it's going to go deeper and deeper um, as the enemy is being exposed in our lives. Again, so we can continue to advance God's kingdom uh, in the midst of what the enemy is trying to do in our lives. So again, uh, today is part one of defeating the demonic strong man. If you're watching uh, live on YouTube or Facebook Periscope, make sure you hit the share button. Uh, share with your family, your friends, and your followers. Amen. So we talk about defeating the demonic strong man. And today we're going to talk about the function uh, of a demonic strong man. We may get not get through all of it today, but we'll pick up next week. Again, the function of a demonic strong man. Uh, so let's go to uh, Mark chapter 3. <clears throat> Mark chapter 3. Verses 22 through 27. Again, that's Mark 3, uh, verses 22 through 27. Uh, I'll be reading the New King James Version here. Again, that's Mark chapter 3, verses 22 to 27. It says, And the scribes who came down from Jerusalem said, He has Beelzebub, and by the rule of demons, he cast out demons. So he called them to himself and said to them in parables, How can Satan cast out Satan? If a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. And if a house is divided against itself, that house cannot stand. And if Satan has risen up against himself and is divided, 
he cannot stand, but has an end. Verse 27, no one can enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods unless he first binds the strong man and then he will plunder his house. So we have to understand that um, we know that there's an enemy out there that, that's after us. We know Satan has his kingdom and Satan's kingdom is raging war against the kingdom of God. Raging war against the children of God. Because really, Satan knows. He's not guessing. He's not wondering. He knows. He's no fool. He knows that he cannot overturn God's kingdom. Because if he was able to do that, he would still be in heaven. If he could overthrow God. He knows he can't overthrow God. He knows he can't overthrow God's kingdom. He knows this. He's fully aware of this. So, therefore, he tries to overthrow the children of God, those who bring God's kingdom, who's distributing God's kingdom. So his goal is to stop you from bringing God's kingdom. So we understand his base premise. So Satan and all those under his command, all those working for him, he knows, they know, they cannot, and even some of them don't know no better because they he only gave them some information. But he knows, the fallen angels who fell with him know. Demons know that they cannot overthrow the kingdom of God. So, so before we move forward, let's understand that. Let's understand this basic premise. Satan and those working for him, demons, fallen angels, they know they can't overthrow the kingdom of God. Now, there's some witches and warlocks who, some of them who don't know no better, who only, only all they've known was Satan. And they're not, they, and they've been believed certain things that they can actually overturn God's kingdom. But Satan, his demons, fallen angels, they know beyond a shadow of doubt, we cannot overthrow God's kingdom. We cannot stop God's kingdom. But what can we stop? What can we hinder? Perhaps we can focus on the ones who are carrying the kingdom. So they tried to hinder us. They tried to stop us. They tried to slow us down because we have this thing called a flesh. And the soul. So he's going to work on the soul. He's going to work on the flesh, trying to wound the soul, trying to make the flesh uh, 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 fall into temptation because the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. So our enemy understands that they cannot stop the kingdom of God from moving forward. They know they don't have enough weapons, enough power, enough resources to stop God's kingdom. But they recognize that they do have the ability to attack the carriers of the kingdom. You got to follow me now. You got to understand this is why it's a fight over your life. 
This is why it's such a fight for you. It's in who and what you carry. And look at this. Satan knows he can't defeat Jesus. He already learned that lesson. He thought he could. He thought he could overthrow God's kingdom. Couldn't do it. He thought he could defeat Jesus. Didn't happen. So once again, the eyes are back on you. The carers of the kingdom. The carers of the glory of God. The very thing that Satan lost. Dominion. God's glory. He was around it all the time. He lost it. Now we get to carry it. It reminds him of his defeat. So when he sees you and he sees the glory of God because of the time you spend with God, it reminds the enemy of what they lost. It reminds those fallen angels, those principalities of what they lost. And so he knows I can't defeat God, can't defeat Jesus, can't do that with Holy Spirit, can't defeat Holy Spirit. So once again, he says, well, who can I target? If I can't fight God, I can't fight Jesus, I can't fight Holy Spirit, well, who can I fight? Huh. The children of God. He's trying to pay back God because he knows he can't get to God. He's trying to pay back Jesus because he knows he can't get to Jesus. He's trying to pay back Holy Spirit because he knows he can't get the Holy Spirit. So he tries to get to us. They tried to defeat us. They tried to destroy us. They try to discourage us because the kingdom of God can't be discouraged or disappointed or let down or defeated. Jesus, Holy Spirit, God can't be disappointed, let down, defeated by the enemy. But we as children of God who happen to have this physical body, the enemy can prey on that flesh. That's where the fight comes in. But if Satan and, his, and, 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 and those under him know they can't defeat God, they can't defeat Jesus, they can't defeat Holy Spirit, they can't stop the kingdom of God, then that lets me know that if with the breath of God, DNA of God, Jesus Christ in us, Holy Spirit is in us, the kingdom of God is in us, everything the enemy know they can't stop lives in us. Everything the enemy know they can't stop lives in us. We see it in Christ. Christ rules and reigns in us. Holy Spirit is in us. Resurrection power. Holy Spirit in us. God's given us his power in us. The kingdom of God, Luke 17, 21, he put in us. So therefore, the enemy really can't defeat us unless we allow it. But we got to show up for the fight. It's not automatic. That's the difference. It's not automatic. We're guaranteed victory. We keep showing up. But it is a fight. Let us not fool ourselves. Let us not paint this pretty picture. And I don't think no one under the sound of my voice is in doubt of that. You know it's a fight. You say, I, hey, you don't got to tell me that. I know it's a fight because I've been in a fight my whole life. I know it's a fight because I've seen Amy trying to stop this and trying to stop that. I know it's a fight. 
You don't have to be convinced that you're in a fight. We know it's a fight. But now we're going to get to the bottom of why the fight has been the way the fight has been and how to ensure victory. And how to ensure victory against our wicked enemy. Because it's a fight. And the sooner you accept the fact that you're in a fight, the better off you'll be. You'll, you'll be in the right start, having a good start. But there's a lot of status quo children of God out there who don't believe they're in a fight. Don't believe that they have to fight. Because they're running with one scripture. Well, the Lord's going to fight my battle. Well, I don't got to talk about no demons because Christ already won it on the cross for me. Yeah, all true. But the victory down here ain't automatic. We still got a role. If, if, if that were the case, what we on earth for? If that were the case, why would he tell us to put on the forearm of God if we weren't going to fight? Why would he talk about the weapons of our warfare if we weren't not going to fight? I tell you all the time, it is the arm of God is not ceremonial. This ain't like the Queen of England. It's not a, ceremon a, a ceremonial position. An honorary position. It's a real weapon, real armor that we're supposed to put on and use. It's real. So if the fight was automatic, what we need weapons for? What we need armor for? For what? Which, what, what? Why would we need armor if the fight was automatic? The victory was just automatic. It is guaranteed, contingent upon us showing up and doing our part. All right. So again, so in this passage, I just want to set that foundation. Like with the enemy coming in already knowing, I can't stop Jesus. I can't stop God. I can't stop Holy Spirit. I can't stop the kingdom of God. So I got to try to stop the people of God, the people who bring the kingdom of God. I have to stop them. I have to try to slow them down. I have to discourage them. I have to attack them, attack their body, attack their mind, attack their finances, attack their careers, attack their relations, attack, attack, attack. Everything you can put your hand on is what they saying to do, what Satan, the directives. Anything you can get your hands on in their life, try to stop it. To try to get them to focus on that. Because what I don't want them to do is to focus on the kingdom. Because we know we can't stop the kingdom of God. So get the children of God to focus on the distractions. Get them to walk by sight instead of faith. Get them to get caught up in whatever else is going on around them. So they're not carrying out the kingdom of God. That is the goal. So in this passage, uh, we find Jesus. Uh, he, he, he had just been healing thousands of sick people, casting out demons. He had just appointed the 12 apostles uh, to follow him. And then we see some religious leaders showed up. They had come down from Jerusalem and they did not believe in Jesus. They didn't believe he was the Messiah. They didn't believe in his power. They believed he was casting out demons through Satan instead of by the power of God. They're what we call unbelievers. They claim God, but rejected Jesus. That's an unbeliever. That's an unbeliever. Denying the power of God is an unbeliever. What does scripture say? Folks having a form of godliness, but denying the power. Watch this now, message in theology. So, we're addressing the unbelievers here. An unbeliever is not just someone who doesn't believe in Jesus Christ. 
An unbeliever is someone who does not believe what God said, who does not believe in the power of God. If God told you something, you don't believe it. That makes you an unbeliever in that area. And God wants us to fully believe, fully trust him. Again, faith says, Lord, I trust you in everything, over everything, no matter what. Now watch this now. So if scripture says that uh, uh, having a form of godliness, but, but, but denying the power. Okay, okay. So, and that's 2 Timothy 3, 5. Having a form of godliness, but denying the power. Okay, so you can have a form of godliness. That means you can kind of do the look like you're doing the things God wants you to do. You can kind of say the thing that people think that you're supposed to say because you you know you're in the church. So I'm gonna say the things they you know thing I'm supposed to say. You you can be in the environment and you can learn the language. You can learn church culture, church language, what people say, how people respond. That's learn. You can learn that. But that doesn't mean the power of God is is, is active in one's life. And 2 Timothy 3, 5 says, have the form of godliness, but deny the power thereof. He says, stay away from people like that. Have nothing to do with such people. If we get real with the word of God says now. Now, why is that? Why do he say those who have a form of godliness, but deny God's power, turn away from these people, avoid these people, stay away from these people. Why? Why did he say that? Because guess what? Satan. Has a form of godliness. Fallen angels have a form of godliness. Demons have a form of godliness. But they're denying the true power of God. Scripture says demons believe and tremble. So what makes one different? From a demon, as far as from a belief aspect, if you don't believe what God said, if you don't believe in God's words, there's some demons who believe more in the power of God than some children of God. And that ought not, ought not be so. That ought not be so. Think about it. There's still people out there who don't believe in the power of God or don't apply to them. Don't believe in the miracle signs and wonders. Don't believe in the gifts of the spirit. Don't believe. Those are unbelievers. Yes, they might believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for their sins and rose again from the dead, and it stops there. And you know, I'm going to try to let my light shine. I'm going to try to be like Christ. And then there's some who believe that it's impossible for them to not walk in sin. Well, we all are going to sin. No, Scripture says we all have sin. Not we all go continue to sin. There's no reason we should live in sin every day. And it's different from committing to sin and living in sin. So, having a form of godliness, but denying its power, is an unbeliever. Satan still has power. Fallen angels still have power. Demons have power. Which world of sources have power? But they're denying the true power of God. Stay away from them. Don't do no business with them. So since in that passage, he was saying those unbelieving believers, those who claim Christ, but denying Christ's power, 
That ain't the company you want to keep. They putting on. They're pretending they're getting a good shout dance on on Sunday, talking the church lingo, learning the church language, talking the church language, but living like the world, living like heathens. Fall walking in the enemy's trap and don't have no sin conscience. They're comfortable in it, swimming in it, living in it. And guess what? And the strong man is happy about it. Because the strong man can still do what the strong man want to do. Watch this now. So, so, if he says a form of godliness, Satan has a form of godliness. He was around God. He was around God's glory. He knows how to mimic. And he teaches demons how to mimic. Certain things that look like God, that sounds like God. That's why we got to pray for discernment. We got to pray for discernment. Okay, so we keep moving here. So, Jesus began to explain to them. These religious teachers who knew so much but was missing Christ. That Satan would not divide against his own kingdom because he would fall. And it would be in total chaos. And Jesus went on and talked about the strong man. And the Greek translation for strong man in this passage uh, is called iskuros. I-S-C-H-U-R-O-S. That's the Greek word. Iskuros. It means strong, mighty, powerful. It means strong, mighty, powerful. So this is the Greek word in the Strong's Concordance. Strong, mighty, powerful. So this lets us know that the strong man, the, the, the demonic strong man, uh, has some characteristics. They're strong. They're mighty. They're powerful. And I taught on some of this uh, uh, on uh, last Saturday at our church on the go. And now we're going to break this thing down and take our time with it. So the strong man. Is strong, they're mighty, and they're powerful. So contrary to proper some proper belief, oh, you can't give the devil no credit, give them demons no credit. No, 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 we're not giving them credit. We're, we're telling you what the word of God says about the characteristic of a strong man. Just because folks want to pretend that demons don't exist or pretend they don't have to be concerned with demons, that demons don't can't get to them, demons can't touch them. The fact that they're saying that, they're already controlled by demons. They just don't know it. They just don't know it. That's the whole point. The strong man doesn't want to be found out. They want folks to be in the dark. They want to twist the word of God to make people think demons don't exist. Or to make people think demons can't get the children of God. Well, who do you think they're going after the most? You think they're just dealing with non-believers and people who believe in Christ? No, they want the children of God more than anybody else. Because Satan knows he can't stop the kingdom of God. So he's got to try to stop the children of God who bring the kingdom of God. So we're the number one targets. Is it harder for them to work against us? Sure. But they've been at this a long time. 
And they've been able to find ways, find loopholes, find open doors, find legal rights to try to attack. We all can attest to it because we all been in a fight. And there's some folks, the enemy said, I don't even got to mess with them like that because I got them where I want them. They're unbelievers. They're unbelievers. They barely believe in the power of God by itself. So certainly, they ain't concerned about no demons. They ain't thinking about no power of demons. But watch this now. Let's follow the word of God here. It says, again, they're strong, man. Strong. It means they're strong. They're mighty. They're powerful. They're strong. They're mighty. They're powerful. So no, we're not giving the enemy credit. But the enemy does have power. Their power is just not more powerful than us. It's just not more powerful than us. But we have to recognize and acknowledge that they have power. That they have power. Okay? All right, so we've established that. Now let's keep moving. Okay, so we know they have power. So the most common demonic strongman is a demon, a demonic spirit. A demonic spirit. They do have power. So we can't pretend that our evil enemies have no power. If we do, they will continue to get away with what they've gotten away with. They will continue to kill, steal, and destroy until we do something about it. Satan just tried to duplicate himself and all those who work for him to kill, steal, and destroy. <clears throat> so to defeat the enemy, <clears throat> to defeat the strong man, we must recognize that the strong man has power. And we would not have to defeat them if they had no power. We will not have to defeat the strong man if the strong man had no power. We will not have to defeat the strong man if the strong man was not a threat. We already know we are a threat to the strong man. We are a threat to Satan's kingdom because of what we carry. The kingdom of God, which is what they know they can't stop. So that you try to stop us who's carrying the kingdom of God and hope that the kingdom of God won't spread on this earth. So we would have no need to defeat the strong man if the strong man didn't have power. And I know some folks come back with Jesus Christ already died on the cross for us and rose from the dead that we have the victory. Yes. Absolutely. But we have a role to play. The strong man would not be able to kill, steal and destroy if our victory was automatic. People wouldn't die prematurely if the victory was automatic. We wouldn't be in a fight coming up against demonic attacks if, if, if we were not in a fight, if the victory was automatic. It's not automatic. We have to show up and do our part. That's why he said again, Psalm 115 and 16. The heavens belong to who? The Lord. But the earth he gave to humanity. He gave to humans. He gave to us. And where did Satan and the fallen angels get cast down to? The earth. 
the earth. They were here way before we got here. So to them, it looks to them like we invade their territory. But it's territory that belongs to us that we've taken back to establish God's kingdom. We sent here where there was darkness to bring light. Well, why was there darkness here? Because there were demons. And Satan and the fallen angels were here. In the earth realm. And within the second heaven. All the spiritual activity takes place. So the fight is imminent. It's going to happen. We're in it. The victory is guaranteed. If we show up. But it's not automatic. If it was automatic. We don't need no weapons. We don't need no blood of Jesus. We don't need no soul of the Lord. We don't need the fire of God. We wouldn't need prayer. Come on now, I'm showing you, prayer alone is a weapon. Scripture talks about uh, 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 putting on the full arm of God to come against the wiles, the trickery of the enemy. Come on now, I'm, I'm showing you now. And, and I'm not trying to convince you. I'm trying to help you understand because there's some of the stuff that you got to understand you're dealing with and you deal with unbelievers. Some of the pushback they're going to try to give you. You don't got to argue with them about it. Don't argue. But you just need to understand what's going on. So the strong man would not be able to do what the strong man is being able to do with the demons if the victory was automatic. And folks get caught up in, well, 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 if God is a loving God, you know, why is there evil in the world? That had nothing to do with evil. That's because there's an, an evil enemy in the world. There's evil enemy in the world. And that's, that's a term, a term called theodicy. Theodicy. How, how can it be this all-loving God, but yet evil in the world? Because the heavens belong to the Lord but the earth he gave to humanity there's also sin in the world there's also free will in the world and a lot of folks go with free will we all have went with our free will at some point in time in life to recognize no I need to go with God's will so that's why there's evil in the world there's an evil enemy with a whole big army who's trying to stop you. Who's got a much bigger army backing us. Put in perspective now, so we know it's a fight. So the strong man, the strong man, another characteristic of the strong man, we understand they're strong. They're mighty. They're powerful. We've established that the strong, demonic strong man is a demonic spirit. Now, the strong man can also be a fallen angel of the similar rank of Satan. Remember, Satan is a fallen angel, and there's other angels who fell with him. They're now called principalities, fallen angels. And a principality is a fallen angel who Satan assigns over territories, large groups of people, states, cities, countries. They deal with larger groups. They try to impact laws and decisions. They impact the laws that are being passed in your city, in your country. In your state, 
They tried to influence those laws. So to be ungodly laws. And so these fallen angels have their own bodies. I'm not getting deep into all that here because that's something for the warrior circle. We got deep into that. You want to go deeper? Join the warrior circle. And so, and so we understand they have their own bodies. Demon doesn't have their own body. Demons are disembodied spirits. They need a body to function. They need blood to survive. That's why they love to draw blood from evil altars. And on those evil altars, there's got to be what? An evil sacrifice. So those demons can keep feeding and feeding and feeding. They, they are strengthened off of blood. And so the demonic strongman can serve, serves the, the demonic, the principality strongman. The principality strongman. Remember, the principality is over large groups. They're part of the fallen angels. Demons work under the principality. The strong man works under the, the principality. Another characteristic, a witch or warlock can also serve as a strong man. We'll get deep into that in this series later. But a witch or warlock can also serve as a strong man. They can be assigned to a person or people in an attempt to destroy or keep them in bondage. Again, the goal of the strong man is the same goal that Satan has, the same goal that Satan gave them, to kill, to steal, to destroy. That's the overall mission and goal of Satan's kingdom. And they attempt to execute their goal in different ways. So understand that the strong man is trying to stop your progress. But the strong man never works alone. When I talk about the strong man, I'm not talking about no common demon. I'm talking about a demon among demons. A higher ranking demon. That's the strong man. We talk about demonic strong man. That is the strong man. They never work alone. Repeat after me. The strong man never works alone. Say it again. The strong man never works alone. They did not come by themselves. They did not enter by themselves. Please understand. And most often than not, the strong man will not come by themselves. Because they don't want to be seen. <clears throat> they don't want to be exposed. They're general. They, they employ the strategy and have their troops to execute it. Again, the strong man likes to stay behind the scenes. The strong man wants you to get weary in battle. And the reason some battles seem harder than others is because of the level of the attack. We can drive out a lot of demons. But if a strong man, if the strong man is not dealt with, the strong man will call more demons back. To be a strong man on your bloodline, we'll deal with that down the road. Strong man in your house. Strong man in you. Strong man in your, uh, on your job. 
There could be a strong man that's been assigned specifically over specific areas in your life. Strong man. And so for some of you that the fight has been so intense, watch this now. And this is not to frighten you. We got power with this, but I'm showing you why there's been some battles that's been going on and on and on. I'm, I'm showing you part of the root. And we're going to get into evil altars again because we know that evil altars is part of that root. The demons need an altar. Witches, warlocks need an altar. They got to function by that altar. That's where they gain their power. That's where they draw their power. That's how they be strengthened. So, yes, we got to get to the evil altar. But the strong man, again, the reason the, the fight's been the way that it's been, because you've been fighting the demons and you've been destroying troops. But the strong man is still around. The strong man is still fighting. And they want you to be weary from battle. They want you to get mad with God, saying, well, if I got all this power. I got all this authority. Why am I not seeing change? Why am I still fight? Why am I still not here? Why is this not, not, still not manifest? Why hadn't this happened yet? Why, why, why? You're asking all the whys because of the strong man. The strong man wants you to doubt God. The strong man wants you to doubt the God in you. The strong man wants you to doubt the power of God in you. The strong man wants you to doubt that you got the kingdom of God in you. The strong man does not want you to establish the kingdom of God. You've got to understand their end goal. They don't care nothing about you. They don't care nothing about me. They're just trying to get back at God. And they don't want God's kingdom on this earth. They could care less about us. They don't, want, they don't want what's in us to come out. They don't want God's kingdom to come out. They don't want God's glory to come out. They don't want God's power to come out of you. That's why the strong man's job is to keep you locked up. To get you looking in the mirror at your own self, caught up in your own self, Caught up in your own stuff, caught up in your own affairs, caught up in your own life to make you forget that you don't have a life except the life of Christ. Who told you you had a life? They lied to you. And again, I repent on behalf of the church for lying to you to make you think you got a life. Outside of Christ. Colossians 3. Christ who is our life. When he appears. We will appear also with him in glory. It says. For you died. You died. Once you accepted Jesus Christ. That was you dying to the flesh. And saying my life no longer belongs to me. I don't have a life. My life is Christ. That is my life. So I need to go and get my life. That's what I mean to get a life. That's the real meaning. Get a life. Go get your life. Christ. So the strong man wants you caught up in your own stuff. Well, I don't got this yet. Well, I don't got this prosperity yet. Why well, I'm not married yet. Why well, my finances like this. Why well, this is that. When God wants you to have all those things, God's already mandated that you have those things. 
But the strong man wants you focusing on those things so you lose focus on bringing the kingdom of God. So the strong man wants to frustrate you, discourage you, disappoint you, so you not bring God's kingdom. That's what the strong man does. And they never work alone. And going back to what I was saying earlier, we got power of all this, but we got to exercise it. We got to use it. And so some of you, the, the fight has been so intense. Why, why, why? Because you ain't fighting just one strong man. My God, you, some of you fight more than one strong man. And every strong man comes with reinforcement. Let me help put it in perspective. Don't want to jump ahead of myself. So, again, we can drive out a lot of demons. But if the strong man is not dealt with, the strong man will call back more demons. So here you are fighting, 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 getting weary from the fight, make, gaining some ground, putting your guard down. The strong man calls more demons back. And now you're fighting more demons and still ain't got to the strong man. You can't afford to tap out. They're trying to wear you down. They're trying to wear you down. So you never get to the strong man. Some of you ready to tap in and throw in a towel and you won't even got to the strong man. So watch this now. So, so. It's not to glorify the enemy. We diagnosing the problem. We're assessing the situation. We're recognizing our enemy. And some of you have been dealing with the symptoms for so long. That's why the cycle and the pattern and the struggle has been the way that has been because of the strong man. The strong man. And then you 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 you've been told you got weapons, but you gotta use your weapons. The strong man don't care nothing about you going to church. They're looking at your power. Are they walking in it? They're looking at your authority. Are they walking in it? They can go to church just so long as they ain't bring God's kingdom. They can go in fellowship just so long as they ain't bring God's glory in this earth. Just so long they ain't making a big difference out in the world. Just so long they ain't messing up our plan. The scribes, the Pharisees, the religious teachers, quote unquote, represented what we now know as the church. Because we know the church was birthed out after Christ rose from the dead. But they would still represent the religious institution, the institution where we serve God. The kingdom of God. They were teachers or leaders amongst the kingdom of God. And they, not all of them, but the ones who were rejecting Jesus, had a form of godliness. Here's Jesus, cast out demons, healing the sick, raise the dead, and he's talking about you doing it by Satan. 
And what was behind? What was behind the Pharisees and the scribes saying that? Strong man. The strong man. Because the ultimate strong man, demonic strong man, is Satan. And Satan wanted Jesus dead. So he influenced others. He would, he, watch this now. Satan knew he couldn't get to Jesus on earth by going through people outside of God. He knew he had to go to the people of God in order to try to get to Jesus. Think about that now. He wasn't dealing with folks who didn't know nothing but God. Now, some of them had their idol worship and all that going on, obviously. But Satan knew, uh-uh. If I'm going to even have a chance of getting at this Messiah, the word, Jesus, he knew who he was. He recognized him. That's why all the demons recognized him. And Jesus had to tell them to be quiet so that they wouldn't uh, get spill the beans. They recognized him immediately. You the son of God. You the Messiah. They knew who he was. That's why Jesus was silencing them. Hey, don't say nothing. Y'all be quiet. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't allow them to speak. Because they were giving, they were, they were saying who he was. We see it in verse 11. Again, in, in, in Mark chapter 3, verse 11. And whenever those possessed by evil spirits caught sight of him, just by them catching sight of him, the spirits would throw them to the ground in front of him, shrieking, You are the Son of God. Verse 12. But Jesus sternly commanded the spirits not to reveal who he was. They knew who he was. But some of the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the scribes were blinded. Strong man. Because of the strong man. So Satan knew I can't get to Jesus. I got to come on the inside. It's got to be an inside job. I got to deal with the church. The religious institute. I got to deal with the folks who bring the kingdom of God. I got to deal with them. So the enemy knows. To have any chance. Any hope. They got to get to the children of God. They got to get to us because we're the one who carrying the power. We're the one who carrying the kingdom of God. We're the threat. You were a threat before you knew your threat because the kingdom of God was already in you. Luke 17 and 21. So watch this now. So the strong man wants you to be weakened so they can bring more demons back. They want, and then the strong man wants to try to fight you when you've been weakened. The strong man is very patient. They're not in a rush. The strong man doesn't take big risks. They don't take big risks because they understand their rank. They understand, wait a minute. There's more at stake if I get eaten up than if I send them other demons out there. I got to live to fight another day is the mindset of the strong man. They calculate when should they make a move. So they send low-ranking demons ahead of them to try to prepare the way for them to have room in your life or in your territory. Well, hmm, it's no different. Everything God creates, Satan tried to duplicate. What happened when they would bring the Ark of the Covenant into the territory? It would say, be you lifted up, you gates. Be, uh, uh, be lifted, you everlasting doors. And the King of glory shall come in. They made way for the Ark of the Covenant, the presence of God, to come into the city. 
Lift up your heads. Be you lifted your gates. Be you lifted your everlasting doors. And the king of glory shall come in. It was a processional. So, so I'm not getting into demonic gates and all that stuff today. But everything God creates, Satan tries to duplicate. So there are demonic gates. Where when some strong men are coming through. There's an announcement that's made. To know, okay, there's some demonic royalty coming through here. We need this. We need to make way. We need to make room for them to enter. So when they look at us, children of God, they're saying we need room to enter into their life. We need room to enter into their home. We need room to enter into their family. So they calculate before they make a move. The strong man ain't coming unless they know they got room. Unless they got another room. They're not coming unless they know they can be kind of comfortable when they come. That's why the strong man got to be exposed. Again, the strong man is strong, mighty, and powerful. Verse 27 lets us know that no one. This is Jesus talking. No one can enter the strong man's house and plunder his goods unless you first bind the strong man. No one, nobody, unless you bind the strong man. So we know that the strong man must be bound. But in order to bind the strong man, you got to get to the strong man. And in order to get to the strong man, you got to get through all the layers that the strong man try to put in front of you. That's why we can't afford not to pray. You can't afford not to keep showing up. You can't afford not to stay on your face. You can't afford not to be in God's word because the strong man knows the word. The strong man knows you. The strong man sent familiar spirits to study you. To look at you. What's your likes, your dislikes, your weaknesses, your strengths. Because the strong man wasn't showing up unless there was room. So they get the familiar spirits to study you. How can we trap them? What are some things we can do? How can we can get them off guard? What's on their bloodline? What legal rights do we have to them? Yada, 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 yada. And some of you were such a great threat from the beginning. They, they came at you, the strong man. There was a strong man that showed up when you were conceived because they already had a legal right through your bloodline. And we'll get into that down the road. And yet in all of this, God said, I'm giving you the earth. You rule. So we still have responsibility to rule. You're still more powerful than the strong man. But you got to recognize your enemy and recognize it's a fight and recognize it ain't no small fight. This ain't no little patty cake. This ain't a little small little battle. This is a fight over your life. They're coming to kill, to steal and destroy. It is a fight over your life. Don't be fooled by the status quo child of God. When it appears, well, they're not really dealing with much. They're not really fighting with much. Everything seems to be fine and well. Don't be fooled by that. The enemy does not have to be concerned with them because they are not a threat. The enemy may do stuff out of fun to try to poke at them, to try to, but they know they're not a threat. They fighting you the way they fighting you because you are a real threat. And I ain't talking about no play play stuff because folks, some folks in church talk about, oh, yeah, the enemy come at you because you're a threat. And then you and they look at him. He's like, bro, I ain't no threat. I don't test your authority. 
I've tested your power. And you ain't walking in it. And you backing down. What you talking about? You living in sin. What you mean? I'm a, you're a threat. You right where I want you. That's what the strong man is saying. This ain't no game. You as a part of the remnant, we come to shake things up. We came to take over. We came to rule, subdue, have dominion. Watch this on them and I'm done. No one can enter. Do you hear no one? Say no one. No one can enter the strong man's house and plunder his goods unless you first bind the strong man. Before demonic strong man is defeated and cast out, they must first be bound. That takes power. That takes authority. And the good news is that we have been given the power and authority to do it. However, the strong man is no fool. The strong man has strategy. The strong man has been on this earth way longer than us and have seen way more than us. So we must be totally dependent on God for direction. We cannot defeat the strong man unless we walk in authority of Christ and power of Holy Spirit. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. It'll be a fight your whole life over the same area if you don't walk in the power and authority of Christ. Yes, we're in a fight. But to be in the same fight your whole life? No. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. See, there's a difference. We're going to be in a fight. We're in warfare. It's one fight to a next fight. You get a rest from war, and it's another fight. And another fight. You might have four or five fights, then get a rest from war. But rest from war don't mean I'm just sitting down, chilling, doing nothing. It means the enemy now going to retreat, trying to figure out how can we come back, wait for another opportunity. But they're going to find every, every turn, they're going to try to come at you, every turn, because they don't want you to bring God's kingdom. So, but the same fight, to be fighting the same fight for decades, that's got to come to an end. That's got to come to an end. And we cannot fight it in our own strength. We can't outsmart the, smart, the strong man in our own knowledge. It has to be through Holy Spirit giving us revelation, insight, strategy. 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 It's going to take strategy. How are you going to get strategy if we don't pray? So we don't defeat the strong man unless you walk in the throat of Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit. The strong man must be bound and then cast out. However, it's a fight because it's not always easy to just get to the strong man. The strong man has a lot of demons working under it who will defend the strong man. They will defend the strong man. So it says first, you got to bind the strong man, then plunder his goods. In dictionary.com, the definition of plunder is to rob of goods or valuables by open force, as in a war, hostile raids, to rob, despoil, or fleece, to take wrongfully, as by pillage, robbery, or fraud. This demonic star man is trying to rob us of our goods, of our valuables, of the promise. And they're trying to do it by force. They're trying to do it by declaring war against us. 
hostile takeovers they're trying to do. Now we got to have do hostile takeovers against them. The demonic strongman wants to plunder our goods. They want to rob us of everything God has released to us. And they try to take it by force. They're at war with us. And it doesn't rightfully belong to them. But they try to use a legal right to steal. And verse 24 talks about how a kingdom divided cannot stand. It cannot stand. It cannot stand. Satan's kingdom is not divided. So we shouldn't be divided in the body of Christ. One individual. We talk about demonic kingdoms. One individual can have many demonic kingdoms attached to them. One territory can have many demonic kingdoms attached to them, to it. It can be as low as one demonic kingdom and as high as thousands of demonic kingdoms. And each one of those demonic kingdoms has a strong man assigned as a ruler, as in charge, with demons under his command. However, there's always going to be one strong man that outranks all the other strong men. Whether it's in somebody's body, whether it's in a territory, it's going to be one strong man that's of higher rank than all the other strong men. But remember, all those strong men have demons under their control. Follow me now. And that's the one we need to get to and evict. If you get to the strong man, all the others will have to go with it. The fight comes in because the strong man does not leave without a fight. I'm going to say it again. The, repeat after me. The strong man does not leave without a fight. Say it again. The strong man does not leave without a fight. Just because you showed up, the strong man will not go without a fight. There's some other low-ranking demons who will go because they don't want no parts. They're afraid. But the strong man feels like, I got to defend this. This is my territory. This is my house. This, the strong man thinks you belong to them. Because when they get certain control of certain aspects in our life, certain gates, then they're like, no, I'm controlling this part of them. I might not get to control all of them, but I'm controlling this area. And I'm not leaving without a fight. They're defiant. Because they're soldiers. They're soldiers. They're warriors, demonic warriors. But you a soldier. You're a warrior. And you not go back down without a fight. You not go roll over and let the strong man come and plunder your goods. Come and continue to rob and steal from you. Come and continue to beat you down and destroy things in your life and mess with your destiny. No, no. You not going to allow the strong man to do that no more. That's why we can't afford not to pray. That's why we can't take prayer lightly. And like I said, some of you, that thing gets so deep. You're not fighting one strong man. You're fighting multiple strong men. And those multiple strong men have multiple demons under their control. And they're sending all those demons trying to stop you. You trying just to get to these demons. The ones under them ain't even got to the strong man yet. That's why we got to keep showing up. That's why the fight has been the way the fight has been. That's why it's been as intense as it's been. We're guaranteed victory, though, if we keep showing up. But we just had to break down the function of a demonic strongman. And we can't pretend like it ain't, it doesn't exist. We can't talk about the power. We got to live and walk this power out. 
Because the strong man, please tell me when I and hear me well, the strong man will test your authority. They will test your power. Are they who they say they are? Are they a manifested son and daughter of God? Do they really have power and authority? Are they going to walk in it? Yes, yeah, in them, but is it activated? Do they know how to use it? Are they willing to use it? They're going to test it just like they're going to test your faith. Do they really trust God like they say they trust God? I'm going to test it. They're going to they test every bit of God in you. That's why we can't do this in our own strength. They're going to test the Christ in you. They're going to test Holy Spirit in you. So we got to keep showing up and show them that we are as advertised. They say, I've been hearing about these manifested sons and daughters of God. And they're trying you. And they're like, okay. They are as advertised. These ones are different. These ones are different. These ones don't back down. That's, that's what they ought to be saying about you. The, the, these kind. Remember scripture, these kind don't come except through prayer and fast. These kind. Strong man. Strong man. So the strong man should also be looking at you like these ones are different. They, 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 they're a little different. They, they, they're defiant. They, they fight back. And they fight back hard. They, they're going for the kill. Well, we used to just trying to kill them, but now they're trying to kill us. Strong man. This ain't a game. This is real. And we get to the bottom of why the fight has been the way the fight has been in your whole life. But we got this. We ain't backing down. We ain't slowing down. We're going to get to the strong man. No matter how many new strongmans try to pop up, you can go into a new territory. And I assure you, I assure you, you will be met by a strong man. Ain't no if, ands, or buts about it. Where did Jesus go? And he didn't run into some kind of demon, some type of opposition. Because of influences in where he was going. Remember, we, we ain't even got deep into the demonic principle, I mean the evil principality, strong man. We just dealing with the demonic, the demon strong man. Every assignment God gives you. Let me help break it down. Bring it closer to home. Every assignment God gives you. I guarantee you. You're going to encounter a strong man. God sent you on that job assignment. Knowing good and well. There was a strong man there. But you being a stronger man. Going to overpower that strong man. And do what God sent you there to do. You got to follow me now. This ain't to give no credit to the enemy. This is to showing you the fight that you're in. And we can't pretend like we're not in one. We can't take this thing lightly. This is why the fight has been as intense as it has been. This is why it seemed like the enemy fights you at every turn. I mean, some stuff is so petty. Like, seriously? Sometimes I sit back and be like, you're really going to fight me on this? Come on now. This is petty. This is so low. 
y'all really going to try to do something on this? This thing is so low. Every turn. Every turn. Because they know what happens when you show up. They know what happens when you come on the scene. They ain't new to this. They heard about you. May your may your uh reputation precede you. You are as advertised. You are as advertised. We're not backing down. But I'm showing you why the fight is the way the fight is. So you, you're not losing your mind. You're not crazy. Folks thought Jesus was crazy. You're not crazy. You just recognize now. I've been dealing with. A strong man. And it's our job. To get rid of. The strong man. It's not God's job. He ain't getting off his throne. He'll do it in and through us. But we rule here. We run the shard. And we got to get rid of that strong man. You got to stop. But it's a process. You got to start chipping away and breaking down. You got to deal with those lower ranking, etc. But we'll get there. Especially when you deal with multiple strong men. Then they will draw power from one another and join link arms together to try to stop you. I'm showing you the level of the fight. Who cares if there's folks over there who want to pretend ain't no fight? You know from your own experience, it's a fight. And to scratch your head trying to figure out what's going on. I've done this. I've done that. I prayed. I fasted. I've done this, etc. Why do I not see movement? Why do I not see movement? Strong man. But we can do something about it. We can do something about it. Strong men, or shall I say, strong men. Some of you give multiple strong men. So what? We're going to do something about it. Got to have strategy. Got to seek God. Amen. Glory to God. So I'll stop there. We'll pick up with part two next week. Amen. So not today was just part one of uh, defeating the demonic strong man. So we just talked about the function. Of a demonic strong man, so I broke that down. Uh, so uh, the first call: If you're not saved, Christ came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. The enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Christ came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. You can't get it right without Christ. You can't get it right without Christ. God accept him first, and then begin this journey. If you're not saved, you ready to accept the Lord Jesus Christ? Repeat after me: Lord Jesus Christ. I believe you died on the cross for my sins and rose again from the dead with all power in your hand. Father God, please forgive me of my sins. Lord Jesus Christ, come into my heart. I want to live for you. You belong to me and I belong to you. If you said that for the first time, we welcome you to the family of God. You are saved. It's that simple. It's that easy. Now it's time to begin to walk. And live this life for Christ and get your real life. Uh, so that's your first time making that statement. You can send an email to info at the coregreen.org. Info at the coregreen.org. Uh, uh, and you can get some more information to help you on your journey. The second call, 
is if you know this is home, you've been hearing the sound, you've been hearing the sound, it's bearing with, with your spirit. Some of you've been here for a year, two years, no matter where you are across the globe, you know this is home, that I'm your pastor, I'm your spiritual covering. Stop dragging your feet if you know that's you, and you send an email to info at thecorregreen.org saying I want to become a member of Upper Room Kingdom, and we welcome your advance to the Upper Room family. Amen. And um, of course, um, Boots on the Ground, you know about Boots on the Ground. You can register for uh, Boots on the Ground, put into action where your mouth is, uh, a church on the go. Uh, the December calendar schedule is already up where we're going to be for church on the go this month, I mean, for the month of December. So you can look at the ministry uh, Facebook page for that. Amen. So awesome. Uh, so I remember prayer closet uh, tomorrow is our last prayer closet this for this this week for because uh, Thanksgiving is Thursday. And then uh, we're also going to be off on Friday. Amen. So I'll close out in prayer. Father God, we come now to the end of yet another Bible study. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you for this word. We thank you, O oh God, for continuing to expose the strong man, the demonic strong man in our lives. We thank you now. We praise you. We exalt your name. I declare, O oh God, that uh, the heavenly host will go before us and clear the path and do war against the demonic strongman in our lives that's been assigned to us, that's been assigned in our territories for no weapon. They form against us, shall be able to prosper. We are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. Help us to conquer, O oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you now. I come against the spirit of retaliation that will try to come against uh, us from bringing your kingdom. Or for them, be, these wicked enemies being exposed, we declare your divine protection all around us, your wall of fire. Let it surround us, oh God. Let this word take root in our lives that the enemy will not be able to snatch it. In the mighty name of Jesus, I declare, oh God, these your people under the sound of our voice shall not, will not grow weary in well-doing. We thank you for taking the strength in them, oh God. Send your ministry angels to minister unto them right now. Renew their strength. Oh God, we declare your spirit of peace to rest upon their lives, upon their homes. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you. We praise you. We glorify you now. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. So please make sure you go back and watch this Bible study or listen to this Bible study. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You want it, you want don't want, don't want it to be just another good word. You need to apply it. Go back and listen. Take notes and apply it to your life. Amen. Uh, because you have responsibility to go and help others and teach others and help pull others out. Amen. So as always, remember that you are the breath of God and God. Never waste a breath. This is Apostle Corgan. Sign out. God bless you. Have a smile upon you. See you soon. Warriors, thank you for tuning in to the Spiritual Warfare Network podcast and applying today's teaching. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and follow Apostle Green on social media.